Having good form is like having good manners. Elliot circa 2014. I'm going to keep attributing that quote to myself until someone tells me it's theirs, but it's something that I really do believe in, and my belief around this has grown even more as time has progressed. I discussed the skill aspect of training a couple of episodes ago, and how these days it's one of my main motivators in the gym. I absolutely love the fact that I can focus predominantly on technique, and that's the thing that excites me to go in and get better time and time again. Not only will solid technical execution help you improve your results and of course reduce your chance of injury, it may even increase your enjoyment of your sessions just like it does for me. So in today's episode, I'm going to go through three ways that you can improve your technique on every single lift that you perform. So let's start off with number one, which is record training videos and review them. And a lot of us think that once we do an exercise well, when we've got technically proficient, that's us done and dusted. However, What we have to remember is that weight changes things. Your back squat at 40 kilos is going to look very different to what it looks like at 80 kilos or 90 kilos or 100 kilos. I've seen a lot of people in the past start off with a goblet squat and think that it's going to have an automatic carryover to the barbell and it absolutely will to a degree. However, holding 20 kilos out in front of you on a goblet squat and then putting 40 kilos on your back is very, very different and it's going to create a different response in your body. And what we also find is that the heavier the weight goes and the more physically demanding the movement gets, we'll find that our weaknesses and our imbalances start to show more. I remember a situation in 2019 when I was training quite heavy with the squat. I think I was building up to 160 perhaps and I tend to have this inward cave of my knee that comes out now and again but didn't notice it at 100 kilos, didn't notice at 120, 140 but once the weight really got demanding, all of a sudden I couldn't push out my knee and I found that that was something that I needed to work on. I needed to strengthen other areas. And it only became very, very apparent when I was getting stretched to the capacity of my physical capabilities, essentially. So we've got to remember that the more weight that we put on, it doesn't mean that your squat is going to be exactly the same or picture perfect. And we've also got to remember that it's a skill which we need to make sure that we maintain. Like just like brushing our teeth, for example, it's not necessarily the most sophisticated skill in the world, but we can definitely do a job where we brush our teeth at about 70% and don't do it that well. Or we can do it like really, really thoroughly we can make sure we get to every single tooth and every single part of our mouths. But because we do it so regularly and it's something that's so simple, sometimes we don't give it the same care and attention that we need. The difference with brushing your teeth is that your teeth generally and your toothbrush doesn't really change too much. However, when we add weight to the bar, that does make a big, big impact. So the best way to stay on top of this is to record your training videos and review them. And this is something, once again, that a lot of people don't want to do because they don't want to feel like they're doing things wrong. But I will tell you that I am over, well over a decade into my training now and I still look at my training videos and think okay I need to tweak this I need to optimize this and if you go in with a growth mindset and think this is getting me better not this is me doing it wrong then you are going to thrive so much because at the end of the day you've got to remember what are you actually going to the gym for probably to get stronger probably to get fitter to get healthier to look better and by training correctly you reduce your chances of injury you increase your ability to actually do the movement correctly so that you get the results that your efforts require rather than worrying about your ego or doing things wrong. It's not that you're doing things wrong. It's usually that you could just be doing something better. So record your training videos, review them. If you've got a coach like myself who can help you review them as well, it can be super, super helpful. But don't rely on your coach either. Have a look at them yourself. Try and do it in real time. Look at your form on the first set and say, okay, that was not quite as low as I thought. Maybe my depth needs work in this next set. Okay, I just saw that my uh, heels turned inwards a little bit. I'll make sure I focus on them in the second set. So that's the first thing that you can do to improve your 
your technique. Number two is start from scratch where needed. If you look at your movement and think, oh, this does not look as it should do. And I get this a lot with people, especially those who are self-taught training. They've been training for four, five, six years. It's very easy for us to pick up bad habits. And I've had this in the past myself. And sometimes it's easier to completely relearn the exercise as opposed to trying to tweak things here and there. So sometimes going back to basics, and I'm not talking about just, you know, completely stripping the bar down to zero if you're like squatting 100 kilos, but I'm talking about maybe going back to the barbell and just doing plenty of warm-up sets really focusing and prioritizing your technique and then just having working sets of 60 kilos where you're predominantly just focusing on technique. And I just want to make a quick caveat here because sometimes people do this and then they forego intensity. They forego pushing themselves from a strength perspective. You really need to be careful of not training too much like a flower, <laughs> to, to put it kindly, when you are focusing on this. Because I did this. I got too hyper-focused with technique that I forgot to lift heavy. And I didn't forget. I just was you know fearful of messing up with my technique and then it really impacted my intensity so you have to find a gentle blend between the two but starting from scratch really going back to basics can be so so helpful and if you go back to basics then you record your training videos you review them then you can be confident with the improvements that you're making and continue increasing the load with confidence and subsequently getting better results and the third way that we can improve our technique on every single exercise is to slow down you probably expected this one from me i speak about it a lot and once again, it's not the act of going slow that makes the movement better. It's just that when we do things a little bit more slow, we have a little bit more control. I think I gave an analogy recently of trying to parallel park. You wouldn't want to do that at speed or you could, but you would have to have a lot of precision. And if you look around you in the gym, everyone is looking to get from A to B as quickly as possible. But realistically, when we're going fast, we're not really focusing on contracting the muscle group as hard as we can. We're not really focusing on keeping our body in the positions that it should be because we don't really have time to think about it. We're just looking to get that dumbbell or barbell up and down in the quickest manner possible and be out of pain as soon as possible. But we have to kind of learn to embrace that pain a little bit and take our time with the movements. And one of the best ways to do this, if you are struggling with tempo, for example, let's say that you've got 10 reps and each rep should last four seconds. You can just set a timer on your watch to say 45 seconds, just so you've got time to set up the movement. And then once you start that exercise, you look to try and control your tempo as much as possible you try and get 10 reps but you don't stop until that timer has gone off so if for example you get 13 reps within that time it's a good indication that you're probably going a little bit too fast if you land at 10 amazing if you land on nine it's probably the least of our worries in terms of going a little bit too slow except it doesn't tend to be the case however that's a good way to get yourself into the groove of things but even just counting aloud or in your head initially just when you're coming down on the eccentric phase you're like three two one and it's not three two one it's three two, one, overemphasize those seconds. We have a tendency to count quicker than we, <laughs> the seconds actually last. So you wanna take that time, three, two, one, pause, one, three, two, one. Literally do that in your head and practice, practice, practice until it becomes intuitive and check in with yourself from time to time. Especially when you get to the back end of a set, you will be even more tempted to speed up to just to get things over and done with. And that's where you want to be even more disciplined with your tempo and keeping things nice and controlled. So those are three very simple and very effective ways to improve your technique on literally any lift possible. Don't get me wrong. If you are doing things for power where you're like doing box jumps, for example, slowing down is not going to be 
the answer. But for the most part in any of our traditional resistance training exercises, when we're just looking for hypertrophy or strength gains, then we are going to benefit from doing all three of these. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.